Welcome to the Tim Fowler Show, where production is paramount and we discuss the tools, time, and people associated with getting jobs done and making a profit. On today's episode of the Tim Fowler Show, we will be talking about transitioning from project manager to production manager with the help of special guest Morgan Thomas of Left Design Build in Sonoma County, California. Alongside Tim Fowler, I'm your co-host, Steve Wheeler. Here is the Tim Fowler Show. Hi, everyone. Tim Fowler here, and welcome to the Tim Fowler Show. As I always do, I just want to let you know, keep your ideas coming in. I'd love to hear uh, anything, particularly about technology that you might be using that might be good to share with the rest of the world around you. Uh, and then also, if you've uh, got a great safety program and you want to be on the program, uh, we've had a guest that uh, a listener that wrote in that said they'd like to get uh, some feedback on developing a safety program. So send that to me at Tim at RemodelersAdvantage.com. So as our industry develops, the roles in companies develop as well. And so we're seeing more and more companies with this mid-level manager position that I call the production manager. So typically this person is responsible for managing and leading the whole production department, both the people and the processes uh, for the company. So I like to think of it as the hub of the wheel because maybe because I was there and I felt all the pulling against me, but I think it really is the position where Everybody in the company pulls on this position or relies on this position if you want to. Uh, I want to think of it that way. And so it's really the place that keeps a lot of the company spinning properly if you want to keep the analogy going. So the difference between a project manager and the production manager is very clear to me. I think other people, it can get confusing. So the project manager takes care of everything that happens on the job site. The production manager is one step back, working to provide the project managers and the lead carpenters everything they need to be successful. So this particular role requires a lot of different skills, but among them, you know, dealing with conflict because it comes up, uh, organizing the master job schedule as well as job schedules, and being able to almost look into the future, like what, what's coming down the road that we have to get ready for as a company, as well as a lot of other, you know, 10,000 foot view kind of topics. So where do you find people that can do all that? Okay. So many have tried promoting lead carpenters. And I'm going to tell you something, this very, very seldom works. The skills for lead carpenter versus production manager are just not the same. Some have taken their best project managers to fill the role. Does this work? Sometimes it does. It's more likely to work than pulling a lead carpenter in, but it doesn't always work. And so our guest today has made this shift. And so we've invited her on to discuss the shift and maybe get her advice for any of you out there that might be thinking about moving a project manager into the role of production manager. So Steve, let's get started. All right. Morgan Thomas was born and raised in Sonoma County, California, after moving out of state to pursue a degree in journalism from Gonzaga University. 
She returned to Sonoma County and landed in a career in commercial construction management for several years before making her way to Left Design Build. In July 2021, Morgan was promoted to acting production manager after four years as a project manager. She coordinates all work to be performed by the superintendents and construction crew and partners closely with the design department to ensure the projects are completed on schedule and on budget and the clients receive an exceptional product. She loves the exciting nature of construction and the creative problem solving that design build entails. Welcome to the show, Morgan. Thanks. It's great to be here. All right. So tell us a little bit more about what you do at Left Design Build. So as production department manager, I oversee, we currently have four project managers and 14 uh, carpenters in the field at various levels. Um, I interface on the pre-construction side with the design department, kind of managing the workflow of when projects are going to hit production and provide any kind of build uh, knowledge necessary for to help with the design development process. Um, so mostly focused on the internal personnel and moving things through our process into production and managing quality and safety once, once it's in, into production. All right. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so, um, we've had a number of episodes with women and, uh, coming in or in this field and we're seeing more and more women in the field. So I'm just kind of curious about like your background and how did you, make the shift from, I really don't want to be a journalist to I want to be in construction? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it was purely by accident. I was, I had studied journalism and realized pretty quickly that there wasn't a really good opportunity for make a, to make a living at that. And so I had returned to school with the intent of getting a master's degree and continuing on and Actually, while I was in school, I was bartending my way through and one of my regulars was a contractor and he would come in all the time and sit at the bar and he convinced me to come work for him. And I really didn't know what I was doing. I I had done some small remodel work with my dad growing up, but really had never any formal, you know, exposure to the construction industry at all. And he took me under his wing and really mentored me in the industry. And I worked my way up in his company doing commercial uh, project management and really fell in love with the industry. It's such a exciting industry. There's so much changing. There's always something to do. And I found the problem solving aspect of it super engaging and interesting. And, and I, I fell in love with it. So I dropped out of grad school and pursued <laughs> my, my career in construction and, and I, I feel fortunate to have found it because I do. I love what I do. So, yeah. So likes happens so many times we start off on one topic and then I just get shifted into another one and I'm starting to call it two podcasts in one. But here's the deal, folks out there. Are you looking for good help? Are you looking for good help? Everybody nod your head. Yes. And yes. So go drinking. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. But the idea, you know, is, you know, don't don't go looking in all the all the same places, because we keep hearing about people who are brought into this industry. In this case, a contractor having a drink at a bar, talking to a bartender. In other cases, it's at a softball game where somebody meets up with somebody and they go, hey, wouldn't you love to be in construction? So a little sidebar here. 
Don't go looking in the same old places because there's good people out there that are going to come into this business and, and really change your business. So great. Great. Thank you so much, Morgan. So you did the, the commercial side for a little bit. When you joined LEF, were you a project manager or how did you come into LEF? And then maybe give us a little bit more about what they do at LEF. What does a project manager do at LEF? Sure. Yeah. So I did come in as a project manager and the project managers here are really responsible for the budget management of each of their projects. They're responsible for all of the client communication. We do weekly client meetings and any you know correspondence with the clients is, is generated through the project manager. They also do like high level schedule management. Um, all of any change orders or changes in scope, additional scope, all of that is managed through the project manager. Um, they manage usually three to four projects at a time where, where we are. Um, usually that is between two and $3 million a year. I would say each project manager is responsible for give or take. Um, we uniquely here experience a lot of wildfires. So we lost a lot of housing due to wildfires. So I, because of my commercial construction background, really took on a lot of the new construction work because it was something that I had a background in from doing it in a commercial capacity beforehand. So when I started here, we, we had a pretty devastating wildfire roll through shortly after. Um, so I was managing a lot of the new construction at that point, um, which just was, I was just in the right place at the right time, I guess, um, when that happened. So I think my biggest year, I managed a little over $5 million, which was a crazy year. <laughs> yeah, really. That's yeah. Um, I remember, I remember visiting out when in doing some consulting with Lef and it been right. It was right after the fires and the owner, Dave Lef, uh, took me up to where the fires were. And I was just, it just struck me that it was, if nobody's seen this, it's amazing. It feels like what the sets of a war movie look like. In other words, there's chimneys standing there and nothing around them but black charred remains. It's absolutely eerie kind of uh, situation to, to see. So I, I, I don't know if I was privileged to see it, but I, I got to see it and it was just awe, awe-inspiring in terms of the power of those flames. So, so what set up for you the move from project manager to production manager? And then we'll talk about you know, some of the things you've experienced and how it's different and, and changes you had to make and so forth like that. Yeah. So my predecessor was um, getting nearing retirement age. And so we had talked about kind of a succession plan with me moving into his role. Um, it unfortunately got a little expedited because of his own um, medical needs uh, so it, it went a little quicker than we had initially intended, but I think probably after I'd been here for about three years, we started talking about the potential of me moving into that role as like my trajectory here at left. Um, we do believe in internal promotion here and, and like to make this a place that people can work for their entire careers. And so that was where was, was my path. That was where we, we, figured I could move into that role at some point. 
Um, so I started kind of taking on a little bit more of like a senior project manager role. I don't think we ever actually did an official title that way, but I was just helping with some onboarding and training and support for the rest of the project managers on staff. Um, and then we had to fast track me moving into the production manager role when my predecessor had to, had to retire. So it went a little quicker than we'd hoped, but, um, yeah, that was kind of the, the pathway for me. So if, if possible, I, I, what I hear you saying is that if possible, any transition into this role, if it can be planned ahead of time, it really will be better than just kind of jumping from one position to the other. 100%. I think for twofold, one for the rest of the team to know that that's the, the plan um, and so that they can start to see you as that person that's going to move into that role, but also just for your own personal development, like having the person who had that role before you just give you all of the tools and advice and information so that you can make that transition as successful as possible. I think, I think having a, a clear succession plan does help for sure. Yeah. So what are some of the skills that you used as a project manager that you think transferred very easily over to the production manager role. And then we'll shift it around and just talk about like what's different in the production management role that isn't necessarily project manager. Let's stick with similarities for now. I mean, I think the base for project management and departmental management is communication. So having that foundation has served me well. I think that's why my educational background, even though it's super far removed from the industry, has served me well um, because I think that at the center of anything, it's it, the communication is is super critical to right. both being a project manager and a production department manager. Um, I will say it's definitely shifted to more internal team communication as far as external communication. I do a lot less interface with clients and a lot more interfacing with the internal team. I guess that's a difference, not a similarity. Sorry, I'm jumping. <laughs> um, but also just like I understand the what our quality standards are and what our safety program is and the foundations of all of our software and our systems, as opposed to somebody who's coming from, from outside. So I had already established relationships with the internal team and I knew everybody's skill sets, what they were really good at. And and so that that serves me really well when I'm resource planning for projects. I know, oh, this is a really great project for Mike because of this particular installation. And so already having that level of understanding about the team and, and what they do really well has been invaluable for me as I transitioned into this position. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's kind of look at some of the differences and um, what did you what do you see as some of the differences between what your role is now and that project manager role? And I guess maybe how did you, other than just a slow transition, how did you feel about learning and and how did you learn them? I guess would be one way, you know, to ask it. Um, I would say the. The biggest shift is that shift into personnel management versus project management. Project management is, in certain regards, a lot more natural for me because I, you know, there's a clear plan. And then when there's any deviations from the plan, then we come up with all of our, you know, contingencies of how we're going to get through to the final goal. It's really clear and linear and you understand what, what needs to happen. With personnel management, it can get a little trickier 
Um, so that is a big difference for me. Uh, and I think in anybody in this position would probably say the same thing. It's a lot of people management. Um, I would say that my remodelers advantage roundtable has been a critical part of helping me develop into this role. I, we do a, a leadership book club with my leadership team. So the other department managers here at left, we, we book club a lot of, a lot of management books, a lot of leadership books. So doing a lot of reading and then having that support of, of an additional leadership within the company to really help me kind of grow into this position has been critical for me to be able to make that, make that. Move. So, so the obvious question is and any particular book that you books you'd recommend well, we've done five dysfunctions of a team kind of as a yep. foundation. I think a lot of people are pretty familiar with that one. We've done, um, we're also really heavy on EOS here. So we've done traction with a big, heavy emphasis on the people component, like making sure the right person is in their right position. So we've done a lot of reading surrounding the EOS model. Um, we've done quite a few. I can send you my list of our book. book. <laughs> <laughs> and we're always that'll... looking for recommendations if anybody has any. Yeah, yeah. I I, I tend to have them. We'll, we'll we'll pass on it at this point. We won't go into into all that. So the people management that is a huge part of it that many many project managers don't get. And the way that I look at it is, it's one thing to be on site. You're there, you're telling somebody what to do uh, or how to do something or directing them in person. Production management quite often is uh, a separation. I mean, you're in your office, the rest of your team's out on job sites or moving around out there. You still have to lead them and guide them. Uh, and it's, it's just a different different way of looking at, at the world, I think. It really is. The cool thing about it is I already knew the team. And so being able to work with them in a way in this different capacity where we're talking about what their long-term growth and development goals are and putting together plans for them to, to continue to grow in their roles here at the company has been a fun shift for me where it wasn't just, I need you to get this amount of work done by Friday. Now it's... <laughs> What are your long-term goals? Where do you want to, and, and some of it's surprising to me, like some of it is not who, what I thought it would be because I thought I knew this person really well, but now that we have this different dynamic, I, I get to learn them in a, in a different way. So it's been, it's been challenging for sure, but it's been really fun. It's been a fun challenge for me. Come out to the coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs. Join us September 21st and 22nd for the annual Remodeler Summit at Gaylord National Resort and Convention Center, just outside D.C. This year's theme, Homecoming, the art of building a remarkable culture, because culture eats strategy for breakfast. Featuring two-time best-selling author Deanne Turner, Joe Cursillo, the Mind Shark, and Hannah Pryor, the secret weapon for impossible change plus 40 visionary speakers, 36 high-octane workshops, four education tracks, and of course, our legendary welcome party. Are you ready for homecoming? Visit remodelersummit.com to learn more. So what other kinds of things? There's the people 
the people mm-hmm. side of it, what else is different? If you, if you, if there is anything else, what else is different for you moving into this role? It's been interesting looking at like global systems, like processes, evaluating those from a, from a company-wide perspective, looking at finances on a, on a global perspective instead of in just a project by project basis. I'm a super competitive person by nature. So I was always the one that was trying to get my jobs to come in as the best performing jobs. But now removing that to everybody's jobs needs to come in as the best performing (laughs) job. It's been been a fun shift for me too. So just like that mind shift of thinking globally for the entire team instead of just individual project health has been, has has been a big difference for me and learning all of the complexities of the finances on a bigger scale. Is it, is there more uh, conflict management in the production manager role than project manager? And, and if, if so, give us a little bit on that. Yeah. There, I mean, there definitely is. I think we're really fortunate to have a team that works really well together. I would say more of my conflict management is dealing with external resources, trade partners that aren't producing or performing. And so I try to be that next layer for the team. If I've, Hey, I've tried to get the cabinet guy for three weeks and I'm not getting anything. And then I step in as like that additional level of support for, for mediating between other trades and vendors. So you don't strike me as the heavy hand though. No, (laughs) you caught me on a good day. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe you can be when you need to be, huh? When I need to be, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, cool. So, all right, good. So there's there are some differences, and I think those are some of the challenge. I brought up the conflict management thing because I, that is one of the places, particularly for a really good lead carpenter. Many of us just hate conflict. It was one of the things that I hated about being a production manager was that there – and sometimes it was just perceived conflict. It's like, I just think there's going to be trouble and I would run away from it. And so you just can't be that person. You have to be able to hit it head on, deal with it, figure out, you know, how to make, make it win-win for everybody and then, and then move on. So um, any other things that you might see that were differences in the, in the two roles because so that you had to kind of embrace as you moved into that director of production role? I would say it's more just my own personal growth and development, like really stepping out of like getting into the nitty gritty of the problem solving and coaching people on how to solve the problems themselves. We, my design department manager always says it's stealing the pen, right? Like trying to take the pen away from your team and so that you're doing the work and they're not doing the work and really training myself out of that habit has yeah. been, has been a big learning curve for me because it's really easy for me to revert back to oh yeah, I'll just take care of this as a project manager, but really having to recognize that my role isn't to solve the problem, but to, to coach the team on the techniques of how to solve the problems. Yeah, that's really, really well said because that's a, that's a big challenge uh, for everybody that's, that knows the skill, that has the skill, whether you're a carpenter and now you become a project manager, you're, you're like, you better leave all your tools at home. Otherwise, you're going to be out there on the job with your tools in hand, you know, doing the work. And the same thing would be true moving into the project management role, production manager role. Absolutely. Do you guys work with uh, DISC much as your management tool? We do. Yeah, we love it. 
I'm a D, which is okay. why I don't, I'm I was not gonna, afraid of the conflict. I was going to guess. <laughs> All right. So for those of you who don't know anything about that, DISC is a, a, a way of measuring tendencies and behavioral yeah. uh, tendencies more than anything else. And the higher your D, the more assertive you are, the less uh, afraid of conflict, the, more, the quicker you make decisions, things like that. We joke the C's, the high C's, if the way I look at it, actually I don't use that term anymore either, but on the C scale, that's the compliance model where a lot of carpenters, you know, uh, really are high on the C because they're, you know, like, just give me the plans. I want to read the plans and the specifications and just follow those to the letter. So we're kind of, uh, but you know, in terms of production manager, it, a lot of companies, a lot of people go back and forth on what is, you know, what is the key to a good project manager or production manager? Some people go SC, some people say you need the D. So intriguing to me that you are the D there. Is there also C in there with attention to detail or? I'm actually got a, I lean more towards I than C. Yeah. Um, but my project management team is split. There's, I've got D's and then I've got the C's and S's even. So yep. we've got kind of a wide variety on the project management side. And do you use that with your approach in terms of how you, um, you know, bring up issues or deal with certain conflicts? Yes, absolutely. And we do, we have um, a couple of check-ins every, you know, a couple of times a year where our HR person will lead like disc exercises so that we kind of get a refresher and, it is part of our company culture where it's, it's being talked about and we'll guess like what a client's disc profile is. And, <laughs> and so it is definitely a part of our system here. Cool. Yeah. Can, do you, just for my reference point, how high on the D scale are you? Ours are on circles, not oh, yes. graphs. Okay. okay. I'm yeah. all the way on the outside of the circle, which means I think I'm all the way up at the top. Of yeah. The higher D. Yeah. Yes, Absolutely. We'll, we'll get back to the main, the main topic. So I guess the next kind of question is if you were going to like consult with a contractor that wants to move someone from project management to production manager or director of production, whatever the term is you want to use, what would you tell them to make that transition uh, move, move more smoothly? Well, it goes back to that succession plan. I think having a plan, having a pathway, giving yourself enough time to implement it well, find some sort of incremental way that that person could take on some of that production manager responsibility before they assume the entire role, I think would be as much of a success as possible, but also being ready for that person to stop project managing. I think that was the biggest pitfall that we did was I was the production manager, but I was also still managing three projects when I made my transition. And part of that was just the timing didn't work out the way we had hoped for. Um, but if you could be strategic about making sure that that person, as they're assuming responsibilities of the production management role, they are reducing their responsibilities on the project management side because the team is looking for a different kind of involvement and, and response from, from the production manager, which you may or may not have the bandwidth to do if you're still doing project management. So, yeah. And, and, and the other thing I would suggest is go back and listen to this podcast again, because I think Morgan has laid out three or four of the most essential things that are hardest 
for a project manager to do uh, being, you know, it's people management, not job management. It's process. It's learning big picture finances and it's coaching and, and instead of doing. And those are uh, people who are doing just have trouble making that shift into that other role. Typically, it's not it's not always that way. This is so cool. So I just wanted to get into a little bit different uh, topic. Uh, we have our summit coming up in the fall. It'll be September uh, 21st in uh, Maryland, just outside of Washington, D.C. And uh, I understand you're going to be doing a, a program there. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we're going to do like an open question and answer session about increasing, you know, minority hires within the construction industry. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be a great time. And, and I think this is a huge opportunity for us um, to, to bring in again, more women, more blacks, more Hispanics in leadership roles within our industry. And I'm really looking forward to, um, you know, not only hearing what you have to say and what other questions that people have, but just continuing to have that conversation in the industry. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Awesome. Right. Well, been, thank you yeah. so much. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Go ahead, Steve. No, no I was just going to say thank you. This has been awesome. And uh, we'll hope to have you back on soon. And we'll see you at the summit. I'll see you guys then. Thank Very you. Good. Thank Take you. Care. So Tim, we have done this before, and this one gave a different, I mean, it just shined a light on some of the key points of what it takes to make this transition from project manager to production manager. Yeah, it's such a, it's so hard to change. And I don't know if it's only me. I don't think so. I think people in general, it's hard to shift after you've been doing something for a number of years to shift out of the habits of that role and moving into a different role. And this, I think Morgan made a great point. I just wanna echo the idea, get them out of managing jobs. Uh, she mentioned our Remodelers Advantage roundtables for production managers. And this is the death of many good people is that they are asking them to be production manager and run two or three projects. And I've fought against it for years. I'm so glad she brought it up without me prompting her because somebody will go like, oh, Tim, you just wanted her to say that. You know, she brought it up and, and, and it's very, very true. I mentioned those four uh, attributes. The people management is so huge yeah, and it's not common uh, practice for project managers. Focusing on process instead of, you know, the project itself. Uh, getting that big picture financing, just understanding what makes overhead, what makes profit. How do you, how can you increase profit, keep overhead the same at, by increasing amount of work that you do? Somebody has to plan that stuff. And that falls typically to this director of production or production manager. Yeah, I'd love that. Just the verbiage of the global systems and processes versus the individual uh, processes of the project manager or the job site, um, the process. So I don't know, this was incredibly informative. So we want to thank Morgan Thomas for joining us today. And we always want to thank you for listening to another episode of the Tim Fowler show. And remember at the Tim Fowler show, we're working hard to eliminate. It is what it is from your vocabulary. 
This has been another episode of The Tim Fowler Show. Want to hire Tim and fast-track your growth? Visit remodelersadvantage.com consulting to learn more. And if you'd like more information about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program, please send me an email at steve at remodelersadvantage.com. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.